Gentlemen, this is episode 139 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. It is not going to be our super episode. We're not doing a super episode. We don't know enough about the teams to make any sort of intelligent conversations. We're not even going to bother. This is episode 139. I am Adam. That is Steve that you've heard absolutely nothing from yet. I know, talkie. (laughs) I know. Yeah, we're not talking that game because I don't even watch football, so I don't yeah, give a shit. <laughs> that, yeah, not only that, but the amount of times we would have to bleep out the big game. Yeah, uh, just say it that way. <laughs> yeah, the big game, it would just be unlistenable. Right, so we're not going to talk about that. What no. are we going to talk about? We are talking about beer, and uh, we're going to continue our series of our trip throughout America. We are going to visit another state. We're going to visit three breweries from the state of Missouri, the show me state. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I know as much about Missouri as I do football, so (laughs) they don't call him the best color man in the business for nothing, folks. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's Missouri. That is the home of St. Louis. That is the home of Kansas City. Right. Joplin. Yes. The other one, Jefferson City. St. Joseph. St. Joseph. That's about all I can think of. Okay, that's fine. Top of my head. No need to list cities in the No, no. <laughs> the people. They got the arch. Yeah, I kind of lied too, because I also did learn a lot. Oh, uh, and then, yeah. And I will impart my history knowledge yes. in the second segment. Yes. But but just in terms of general Missouri knowledge. Yeah, general Missouri knowledge is uh, the arch and mm-hmm. barbecue. I mean, really? That's what, what I got. What more do you need? <laughs> Nothing. I don't need more because I haven't learned more <laughs> except for today. <laughs> I mean, I've got a couple of more tidbits, but I'm going to save that for later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, we are talking beer from the great state of Missouri. So we have to have ourselves a beer. Steve, what are we drinking first? The first beer of the evening is coming to us from Urban Chestnut Brewing Company out of St. Louis. It is a Bavarian style Weiss beer. Yeah. It is called the Schnickelfritz. Fantastic name. Yeah. It comes in at 5% ABV, mm. and it has 12 IBUs. You're supposed to get notes of clove, nutmeg, vanilla, and banana. Okay. Yes. I, I'm not very familiar with vanilla in my Hefeweizen. I'm it's, sorry, Vice beer. It's Vice beer. I apologize. Vice beer. Uh, it is brewed with two different strains of the Hallertau hop. Okay. Wheat, Pilsner, and caramel. Okay. As you should expect, yes. being it's a vice beer. Yes, the difference between Hefeweizen and vice beer. Do you know it, Adam? I do, but for the sake of the audience that doesn't know, what is it, Steve? Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, vice beer is not necessarily conditioned with the yeast in it. Mm, okay. Hefe, meaning yeast, of means course. it sits there on unfiltered. So Hefeweizens are unfiltered. Aha. Vice beers are just wheat beers. And to be a wheat beer, you must have at least 51% of your grain bill be wheat. Simple majority wins. Thank you for pouring this out, Steve. I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And uh, taking a look at it, guess what? Kind of looks like a, a, a wheat beer. Although I was kind of disappointed on the head a little bit. Hmm. 
It's no big deal to me. <laughs> I, it's not going to change how the beer drinks, but from a visual standpoint, I usually expect a little bit of a fluffy head on there. Yeah, well, you expect that with your Hefeweizen. True. Don't expect that with your Weiss beer. <laughs> True. <laughs> but I... Also looking at it, it does have a nice golden color to it, but as we are earlierly mentioning, mm -hmm. that the uh, Hefeweizens are unfiltered and they got a lot of shit floating around in them. This, the, however. Yeah, very clear. Mm -hmm. Good looking. Yeah. Very clear, nice looking beer. On the nose, it's uh, got a good malt to it, got a good uh, sweetness to it. Yeah, it does, definitely has a sweetness to it. I get banana mm -hmm. on the nose. Yep. To me, it just smells like a classic wheat beer. Yeah, it has like a little bit of like a an alcoholic. A little bit. Yeah, like like that sweet alcohol is yeah. what it smells like. Kind of like the alcohol sweats. A little. <laughs> oh, do you not get those? I get those. They, they don't smell sweet though. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I do. You eat. smell like do you smell like like hard candy at the bottom of a grandma's purse after you drink too much? <laughs> is that is this what you're telling people? Well, apparently, <laughs> maybe it's just because I exclusively eat rum cake. <laughs> I guess so. I don't, I don't know what your biology is doing, but uh, it's getting weird. You might have like revealed something <laughs> about yourself. There's some sort of doctor out there listening. He's like, oh, I need to get a hold of this guy like, like, right now. Yeah. Or it, no, it just could be a benign thing the same way coriander tastes like soap to you. I mean, I've already screwed up, so yeah, maybe you, I'm just screwed up a little bit more. <laughs> right. You already have bad genes, so. <laughs> All right, let's not talk about me anymore. Let's but it's it's not your fault that you have bad paint, like that your genes just went into a paint shaker. I guess. I, <laughs> I didn't have any choice in the matter. Exactly. It's I not your choice that you're broke. I you just, just are. I just showed up. Yeah. It's that way when I got here. <laughs> All right, let's smell or smell this beer. Let's drink this beer. Hmm. Okay. I like it. Yeah, it's fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was not expecting to be blown away by this beer. And I don't think this is a beer that you use to blow people away. Not really. No. No. I, I, this is a good steady Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a fine drinker. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, I got I got I got nothing to remark about. <laughs> it's fine. They don't all have to be you know ones and tens. You don't have to go to the extremes all the time. It's not about going to the extremes. It's about having content to explain other than, <laughs> A, it tastes like every other wheat beer that you've had in your life. <laughs> well, there are those out there that enjoy the vice beers. And <laughs> this is why I got to stretch for content and make claims about your genetic structure. <laughs> well, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> it's just bad content when you go... Oh, yeah. Hey, you, have you had a, a wheat beer before? <laughs> well, this one's good, too, but it's clear. So, uh. Uh, yeah, it's a good beer. That's about it. You know, the, it, it, I know it's a drastic difference from what we did last week with the the Palo Santo, you know, Absolutely. stout. Because it, that's complexity upon complexity, mm -hmm. aged on wood. Like, there's a lot of shit that goes into it. But, you know, you get to sit around and talk about all the complexity about it. This one's just like, yeah, all right, it's good. I've had it. It's fine. And I drink it again. <laughs> yeah, I drink it again, too. Yeah. Urban Chestnut, I mean, it, it's kind of like a, a layup is what it is. It is. Urban Chestnut gets a layup <laughs> right off the board. Right, and that's, that's not a knock. <laughs> Still counts on the score sheet. Yeah. So there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, with that, let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. To it. Now we're going to talk about the news and notes and neat. Would you like me to go first? Sure, if you want to. All right. So I have some information here about consumption during the big game. Oh, 
God. Oh, yes. It's just some facts and figures. Uh, (laughs) This comes from from the Beer Institute, and they expect that there will be over $1 billion worth of beer purchased for super... I'm sorry. The big game parties. Just... Just say Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> stop, or Sunday. Stop, stop making a show out of it. Who cares about the damn thing? <laughs> no way. They are expected $1.2 billion worth of beer to be purchased, $652 million worth of wine, and $568 million of distilled spirits. Where are my hard seltzer facts? You don't get that? I, it's got to be in another non-category. I'm sorry. The Beer Institute is stupid. The Beer Institute gives no shits about seltzer. Well, they should because this is the fastest climbing whatever who's it gives you, you know? Give it two years. <laughs> it'll, it'll, you know, flare up and flash out, mm-hmm. and it'll be gone again. There'll yeah. be three or four left over, Yeah, and you'll have your hardcore seltzer drinkers, which is a weird thing to say in and of itself. I don't think it's going away. And, I, you know, it's not going away, but it's not going to maintain the level that it is right now. I think it will. I don't think it will. I, th- I think it will, and I think it will even surpass. Really? I think people are so goddamn tired of drinking shitty macro. Oh, I completely agree with that. Yeah, so they're going to maintain, like, their sales levels, and they're going to grow because mm-hmm. it's all taking away from just boring beer. You're saying that craft beer will kind of maintain its pace, but macro will decline and seltzers will take its place. Yeah. In the, in the market. Yeah, because that's what that shit's for. It's for getting drunk. It's for all day drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, for I agree all, with yeah, that. It's for all day drinking. Like, it's not, I don't know. It's it's not for, like, pairing with meals and stuff. It's for all day drinking or tricking yourself that you, you are being healthy. 100 calories a can. Right. <laughs> or you could drink Guinness. Yeah, or you can just not drink. Calories a can. <laughs> yeah, or you can just do a shot Everclear. <laughs> There's that too. It's probably less than other. Yeah, exactly. It'll, it'll get you there quicker. Right. Yeah. Uh, some other interesting facts. Uh, with the $1.2 billion, you could be able to purchase 192,554 tickets to Sunday's game. Oh. Yes. Uh, here's the thing that got me was... That is with an average ticket price of $6,232. Huh. I could have bought three and a half of my first cars with that. I don't know why you don't take that money. Just go buy a brand new 80-inch TV. Yeah. Yeah. With a surround sound, get all the beer, all the food, bring over 20 of your friends, and still have money left over. See, now I've done pricing for that because <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, what's the most expensive TV you can get nowadays? Okay. And there, I mean, there are some really wild ones out there, mm-hmm. but like right now, I think for 8,500, you can get an 85 inch uh, Sony with a 7.2.4 uh, surround sound. What is a 7.2.4? Is that for like the mid range? So, seven is the speakers that sit on the mid range. Mm hmm. Two are, is two subwoofers. Okay. And four are your overhead 3D. Ah, okay. Speakers. Uh, all right, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. So that, that's at $8,500. You got an extra 1500 bucks for a new couch. Mm-hmm. And chips. And chips. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Have somebody else bring this also. And you get to keep all that. Yeah, exactly. It's not a one-day thing. <laughs> that's not the rent-a-center cost. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't have to pay it again next month. Right. Ugh. It, so they, they gave this big number of $1.2 billion, but they kind of 
shit can themselves a little bit because they gave the overall expected amount of money to be spent on beer this year. Uh, and they said that craft beer, or I'm sorry, beer as a whole contributes more than $328 billion to the U.S. economy. Yeah. So it's just like every other day. Yeah. It's not really that different. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a larger number. No. Unless we spend like $20 billion just on the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that too. <laughs> but they, they throw out this huge number of $1.2 billion, and then they kind of sneak it in. Well, it's not really that much more yeah. than the average day. Yeah. It's stupid. It's weird. Thank you, Yahoo <laughs> Financial. <laughs> Thanks for man. Don't get your news from Yahoo. <laughs> well, now I know not to. That's the thing. Like I saw this, like oh, this will be perfect. All right, and then right before I started talking about it, I saw that last little snippet. Yeah, it's like oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, don't don't get your news from Yahoo. They're a failing business anyway. <laughs> well, now I know. All right, Steve, save us. So let's go to something that we can talk about and we can use the full name of. Mm -hmm. Over the weekend, we went to the Super Brew 11. Yes. Which is held for the past 11 years, if Makes you've been sense. able to figure out the name. <laughs> uh, and it's held every weekend before the uh, football game. Mm -hmm. And it is a, it's a, it's a brew fest that's up in the Newcastle area because it's held at Crane Room Brewing. And they raise money for the American Cancer Society. They were the cause. Yeah. This year they raised over fifty thousand for the cause, and that brings their eleven-year total to over five hundred and fifty thousand. That's fantastic. Yeah, but uh, aside from the goodness of doing good with mm -hmm. beer, they uh, they actually have a lot going on up there. They really do. We were we were surprised about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I believe you put it best that it's a kind of a hidden gem up that way. Well, yeah. In in general, I was talking about Crane Room as a, as a hidden gem. Yes, because that that it's a really big open space. They have a lot of room up there, and they don't have a lot of competition per se. As far as like, they're not battling against a whole bunch of other breweries. Right. They don't have three other breweries within a you know three square mile yeah area. Yeah. So they're they're not up to their elbows in breweries up there. Mm -hmm. But Crane Room has dug out a nice big space for themselves, and they also have a restaurant. Which they have like a banquet hall. Yes, and yeah. the the food there is uh is really good. Oh yeah, yeah, I enjoyed. Yeah, but overall, I would say I would say the event itself it has a little bit of everything for everyone. It does. It goes from all the way from one end with the macros all the way to the other end with your uh, collaboration beers that you'll only, only be able to get once. And they also have a homebrew competition there as well, mm -hmm. which I know I enjoyed. Yeah. So. It, yeah, it was homebrews, and then they had eight regional breweries, mm -hmm. and those regionals also did a collaboration for a one time. Yes, like you're saying, and then yeah, there, there's some Sam Adams. <laughs> <laughs> there's some Sam Adams and some Firestone Walker. <laughs> right, I and the the uh, the alliance you were talking about with the the local regional breweries uh, that was I believe that's called the State Line Brewers Alliance. Mm, yeah, uh, that's that's the group of brewers uh, in the Youngstown. Sharon area, uh, kind of a not necessarily an untapped market, but a uh, a market with room to grow. I'll say. I don't want to say it's the Pennsylvania kind of thing, but you have the bigger city of Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. and then the next bigger city is Youngstown, right? And then Erie, yeah. So there's not a whole lot in between that highway. I know. <laughs> I've lived in that area. Not everybody has. I'm telling the audience <laughs> in this one. <laughs> I know what it's like. Yeah. 
But that's again, that's why they only had like you know eight breweries within that regional Mm -hmm. that regional setup. But they had some really great beer, uh, and we got like a winner's list that came out of that. Okay, all right. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. So awesome. What uh, what took home the prizes? You know what? I I think we had all three of these beers, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I enjoyed all three of them. So I don't know if you had all three of them. Well, let's find out. But the so I'll start with third place because we both had this one. Actually, it was uh, Frogs on Hogs. Yes. And that was a lemon meringue pie ale. Yes, I enjoyed that one. Yeah. It was a collaboration between Croakers and Biker Brewhouse. And I believe Croakers. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Frog on Hog. (laughs) Makes sense. There you go. (laughs) One was a Pennsylvania brewery. One is an Ohio brewery. I think so. I think Biker Brewhouse might be an Ohio brewery. I believe they are, yes. Yeah. Uh, Second place. Was simply the Peach Cobbler Sour by North Country. Yeah, I've had that. Yeah. And I'd have it again. Yeah, I had that. That was, uh, it tastes pretty much like peach soda. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great beer. Yeah, yeah. The, I didn't get much cobbler, but you don't, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't need it. Just rename it like Peach Ring Sour or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I'm good with what they had. Yeah. And then uh, first place was the Psycho Dragon Russian Imperial Stout. I don't know that I had that one. I know I had it, and Dennis from First Sip was there, and okay. I made him get it as well. I don't know if you had it, though. <laughs> I hope you strong-armed him. Yeah. Well, I told him about it, yeah. Hey, good enough. Because it was a really good just representation of a rep- Russian Imperial Stout. It was a collaboration between Hop Asylum and Paladin. Okay. The thing about the, the that event was, like, a lot... Of, there was a lot of stouts there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of them were on the desserty pastry end. It makes sense. It's in late January. Right. It's stout weather. But the reason why the Psycho Dragon stuck out was because it was just straight down the line. Oh, okay. A stout. There, it wasn't like any silly goofiness on either side of it being like... It was just well-crafted, well-executed. Yeah. Yeah. Just an old school good stout. Just, it just old school rocket fuel is what it was. <laughs> okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. There was no there was no gimmick to it. Mm-hmm. It was just drink this, have fun. Just good ass beer. <laughs> right. Overall, that that event was really great. Uh, you know, we want to thank Brian for inviting us up to it. Yes, absolutely. Your uh, your hospitality was second to none. Yeah, it really was. And like we said, the food was great. Uh, and like I got to try some of the crane room stuff as well because that was on tap. They did something that is very hard to do, Steve. They made you like a coach. But there is also a caveat to what we're talking about. So one, I'm starting to think that just the coaches that I had were just bad. Were just bad. I could see because that. so far the NX Kolsch RIP mm-hmm. that I had was good. I yeah. had a Kolsch from North Country that was fine, and then I just had this Kolsch from Crane Room, but it's a bourbon Kolsch, mm-hmm. so that's an asterisk actually. So it's like two and a half, but we're willing to round up. Yeah, because I love bourbon. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good bourbon carrier. Yeah, it's a it's a good it was a good carrier for bourbon, mm-hmm. but it was very interesting because it had. Like a lot of apple flavor to it. Yes, I, I was able to have it as well, and I I thought it was a really good beer. And I, if there weren't so many other you know choices and opportunities there, I probably would have had another one. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I I, I got two. <laughs> <laughs> that that also was a bit of a rocket fuel one too. Because that, that was like nine and a quarter percent. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll get you where you need to go. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed their caramel porter that they had as well. That was a just a good drinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, you know, it had that that nice sweetness to it with the caramel and you know sometimes you can get that with the porter but to me it was just 
just a good, well-crafted beer that I could drink multiple times. And really, sometimes that's all you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Just a good-ass beer. Yeah. And obviously, we also had the Dippa from them a bunch of episodes ago. I can't remember. <laughs> but I'm sure we'll make our way back up there and hopefully be able to do an episode with them as well. Yeah. Just because, yeah, they, we didn't get to get to all of their beers, but there is definitely a lot of good beers. Yeah. And there's one I really wanted to point out that was so damn weird. <laughs> Which one? Uh, it, it was by a guy by the name of Mike Renziniak. Okay. And uh, Brian was telling me that like he invites this guy to the Superbrew mm-hmm. every year. As a homebrewer? As a homebrewer. Okay. All right. And he has to bring, but he, he can't come if he only doesn't bring a specific beer. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah. he's invited with his... Right. Specific recipe. Yes. One specific beer. He can bring other beers, and he did, but he has mm-hmm. to bring this one. Okay. And it is a pistachio nut brown. Yes. I had that beer. Yeah. That and was it, a good beer. And it's made with pistachio pudding mix. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good beer, and it is really weird. And it's really weird looking. Yeah. It, it is ugly looking. It's swamp water. Well, it's swamp water, but it also has, like, a green head Mm -hmm. when it comes out. Yeah. It's like you took swamp water and used that to make a shamrock shake. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It is ugly, but... It tastes really, really good. Yeah, it really gets the pistachio flavor, and Mm -hmm. it's really good, and it's on the sweet side, but, yeah, I really liked it, so I just wanted to mention that one. (laughs) That's a really good beer. I've I've yet to find a pistachio beer in any other form elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I, was a first. That I was able to taste pistachio. Mm-hmm. Even though this was based on, you know, pudding mix, it still worked. <laughs> Looks weird, tastes good. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, I'm sure the Super Brew will happen again next year. Yeah, and we just, look forward to going. Yeah, we'll look forward to going again and just keep in mind it's the week before the big game. Yes. Or if you're, uh, you know, a, a real football fan, it's the weekend of the Pro Bowl. Oh, true. <laughs> we can leave that. I don't think we have to bleep Pro Bowl. Nobody cares no. about that. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> I got two quick hitters. I, I, I'm just going to throw them out there. Number one, Hitchhiker has a new spot here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Downtown. Downtown. They, uh, it's going to be uh, coffee and beer. I didn't know that they, they opened their own line of coffee. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Oh. I, I only drink <laughs> coffee at the office because it's free. Right. Yeah, you just... You drink garbage all the time. So. Yeah, that's why I have the nice creamer, so yeah. I can cover the garbage taste. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All of what you just said was very sad. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just surprised you haven't seen it promoted, though, because they they, they've been doing different blends for different releases, because they did a blend for the shakes, mm-hmm. Porter. Uh, I know they did a blend for the next to normal blueberry. I, you know, and I've had both of those beers, mm-hmm. and for some reason, I don't know if I just didn't get far down enough on the can, or I just assumed it was with a roaster somewhere. No, no, no. They they make they've made coffee. Oh, 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 oh. I was going the other way. No, no. They've made coffee based on those. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> all right. Well, this is how far you're not paying attention. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention at all. To that side, okay. Well, that's concentrating on the beer, I'll be perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah, they they um, they um get their coffee from 19 Coffee, which is a roaster in Washington, PA. Mm-hmm. And then they make specific blends. Damn it. All so right. like that next to normal is a blueberry coffee. Yes. That complements the blueberry coffee sour beer by the same name. I'm about to go get some. 
<laughs> I don't know what they have. I'll go, I'll go downtown. They gotta have yeah. it sometime. I mean, I don't know what they have, but yes, they'll, they'll be opening a space downtown. I'll just go down point. there every Thursday until, sure. until I'm able to get it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will eventually play out. Yes. <laughs> play the long con. Uh, the other one is our beloved bar, 99 Bottles in Carnegie, PA, has ceased to be. Uh, it's now another outlet for Mindful Brewing. Mm hmm. Uh, that is really not a surprise, and it's not really a loss because it was already an outlet for Mindful. Uh, the folks of 99 Bottles were the ones that opened up Mindful Brewing, so it, it's not really a loss. Uh, the only thing is the kitchen has swapped over, and now it is a taco bar, mm-hmm. which, all right, I like tacos. Tacos and beer, I've done that. Yeah. I'm kind of kind of disappointed that the deep-fried mac and cheese sandwich is going to go away, presumably. I don't know that for a fact. But I assume I'm it's assuming. gone. Assuming, <laughs> yeah. Unless they're gonna deep fry a taco, yeah. Which then they'll just reel me right back in. Hmm. Hmm. Deep fried mac and cheese taco. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mindful. Get at us. <laughs> hmm. We'll go into the test kitchen for you. I mean, doesn't have to be a taco. Could be a burrito. <laughs> Why not both? Make yep. it a, make it a platter. Uh, I just feel like you know a burrito would hold it better. It probably would. I won't yeah. make mess. <laughs> <laughs> They'll still have the same good beer selection they have. They're going to, I think they're going to up their selection of mindful beers there. Mm-hmm. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> uh, so it, 99 Bottles is no more. It's a new space. But we haven't really lost anything. Yeah. That's yeah, because yeah, they changed the name. They did. It is Asadero by Mindful. Oh, okay. Yes. So that, that's kind of the name of the, the taqueria? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh Dustin Jones uh, was able to let us know that he's one of the co-owners of Mindful. And Jasmine Castillo of Upper St. Clair, uh, they'll be the ones that will run on the taco side of things. Okay. So a little shout-out to Bob Batts on that one. Yeah. That's where we got our, our information. Yeah. So thanks, Bob. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thanks, Bob. Steve, anything else? Nah. Right. The, the only other thing is uh, Atwater got bought. Who bought him? Molson Coors. I don't care. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you had an Atwater? Uh, 2008? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, what'd you think of the uh, Schnickel Fritz? It's fine. You know what? This is a good uh, self-regulating beer. I guess. And here's why. Because if this is the beer you're drinking, and if you can't pronounce the name properly, you're done drinking it. Okay, yeah. What if you do it before you've had a drink? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I think maybe you've uh, tripped the system up a little bit. You gamed it. <laughs> what if I can't pronounce it before? <laughs> the yellow one. Give me the yellow one. Well, if I got each your cat voice. <laughs> oh, All right, we're taking a break. This is Snickelfresh. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. Give me that Snickelfresh. Or 45 seconds or however long this takes. We'll be back. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking beer, and we are talking beer from the great state of the chef's shirt. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the KFC chef. The KFC chef. Yeah. That's a shirt. Yeah, I don't 
Google that meme if you don't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had to look it up, see if it was the shirt or the head. Gotcha. <laughs> Turns out it's the shirt. The, the head is Illinois, isn't it? The, uh, the head is Iowa. Iowa. The Hawkeye State. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, that's all the further you're getting. If you don't know it already, look it up, like Steve said. Yeah. But Google yes, it. Missouri, we're talking beer, and we are going to Burr Oak Brewing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's not a town. That's a brewery. They're out of Columbia Mo. Columbia Mo. Columbia. <laughs> Columbia, Missouri. Columbiana? Columbiana. Is it? That's Ohio. Mm. Mm. I mean, I'm reading the label right here. It says mm. Columbia. I don't know. Yeah. I, I do. I'm just I, checking. <laughs> I'm just checking. Now, granted, we have had issues in the past on what is on the can <laughs> is not reality. Right. <laughs> But, but this one. But you didn't hear that episode, so no, you didn't. Ah, <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to insult the people because of it. Yeah, whatever. All right. But no, uh, it's time for some Baroque, and we're going to have Clyde's Caramel Cream. It's got a kitty cat on it. It does have a kitty cat, and not just any kitty cat. Is his name Clyde? It is. It, uh, yes. Uh, it is Baroque Brewing's famous rescue kitty. Oh. He's a mouser. Oh, good. He makes sure all the mice stay out of the grain. Good. Uh, cream out. 5.7 ABV, mm-hmm. 15 IBUs. Mm-hmm. That's all you're getting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's holler towel in there. Pale two row. What else do you want? Caramel. Caramel? You want some caramel? Is there caramel in there? I, there has to be. Candies and or otherwise? <laughs> no, there's a Cara Munich malt, caramel 80 oats. Neat. Uh, pairings? Uh, ice cream or a warm brownie. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's drink it. That's what I put my caramel on. <laughs> ice cream or brownies? Yeah. Okay. Do you not? <laughs> Honestly, rarely do I have caramel available to me. Well, that's true. But I mean, when you have caramel available to you, what do you do with it? Oh, it goes on the ice cream. Right there. You go. Right away. <laughs> and then the uh, the Oreo pieces. Mm, somebody knows how to do the Ponderosa Steakhouse. Ponderosa. Hosses. Hosses. <laughs> Jason's Deli. What? Yeah, Jason's Deli. Never been. It's in Cranberry. It's a thing. Oh no, you know what? I ha- I have been. Oh, I mean it's it's a it's a deli. It's like a uh I don't know what you call it. Restaurant. <laughs> I don't know what you call it, a restaurant. <laughs> no more schnickle fritz for you. All right. I'll uh, I'll swap over to the Clyde's then. <laughs> no, I've been and they they have an okay Reuben. Agreed. Agreed. It, Bread's it, a little soggy. They, you're not, not knocking any doors down with that one. Yeah. I'll go to Patrick's instead. Thank you very much. Yes. <sighs> All right. Clyde's out of the can. Well, let's look at it. Let's look at it. Uh, that is not necessarily what I would consider a cream ale look. That's what I consider a caramel beer look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's almost like you took a cream ale and you took a brown ale, kind of mushed them together. A little mix for the dilution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. Pretty light for a brown ale, but it, uh, it's damn dark for a cream ale. Yeah, it's caramel. It's like even darker than an amber, I would say. Yeah, not a bad looking beer. I mean, nice, no. nice and clear. If you look down from the top down, you can see the bottom. Yeah, mm-hmm. smell holy bananas. No, there's no bananas. No, there are no bananas. No, no bananas. That was last beer. <laughs> this is all caramel. <laughs> it is, and it is a lot of caramel. Yeah, this is sweet as hell. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is one that you uh, drink in 95 degree. Heat with 95% humidity. Maybe you do. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you are your own man. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. I like it too. It is it is syrupy. 
It is. <laughs> it is syrupy. It's syrupy <laughs> without being pastry boy. I, I don't have that that super, super thick feeling to it. Yeah, it's not accurate. It's not like aesthetically burning your mouth. Oh, I like it. It's not so sweet that it like, you know, chokes you up. It's not like offensively the, sweet. Right. Yeah. But it is a little like syrupy, a little mm. thick on the mouthfeel. I'm fine with it. I like it too. Yeah, I think this is a, uh, a well-executed beer. And it's got a good-looking can too. I really like that can art. Clyde's looking good. You almost look like you're trying to figure something out there, Steve. Yeah, I'm just trying to decide, is this 95-degree drinking weather? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. No. It's too thick for that. <laughs> yeah. This is this is pretty much strictly dessert only. <laughs> it, yes, but it's a good dessert beer that isn't a chocolate-based dessert beer. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a chocolate-based beer. It's not a stout. Mm-hmm. So those are two different, those are two marks of differentiation. So uh, do with that what you will. I think uh, evening porch drinker. Yeah, this is evening porch drinker. This is definitely fall drinker. Yeah, this yeah. is. I could see this next to a campfire. Right. Mm-hmm. This is. I don't know if you're doing shots of Crown Royal Apple. <laughs> now there you go. Okay. Yeah. Now we're on to something. The, 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 here's your boiler maker. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> can of this and a shot of Crown Royal Apple. Yeah. Yeah. It works. I mean. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, good otherwise. Enjoyable. Agreed. And it's got a kitty cat. It does have a kitty cat. So thank you, Bar Oak. This is a good beer. You make good beer. A plus-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't give it, I can't give it full marks. Don't know what the third beer is right. yet. We haven't had it yet. Yeah. So, so but it's, <laughs> you know, we haven't had a bad one yet this episode. No, not so far. So you're doing well, Missouri. Hurrah. Good for you. And speaking of Missouri, Steve. Well, speaking of Missouri, I did my researches on the history and the other things of the world of Missouri. The world of Missouri? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Look, it's 2020, man. I'm freewheeling. <laughs> Just shooting from the hip? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shitting on the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Misnomering things all over the place. I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we had enough clout that you could turn heel. I turn heel like every third week. <laughs> Kidding me? <laughs> All right. We're on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> and I just turned heel. <laughs> Edge, no. <laughs> he got his head bashed in. He did. Oops. Welcome back. <laughs> But yes, uh, let's start with the overall numbers of Missouri. According to the 2018, because the numbers for the 2020 or 2019 have not been posted. They say they haven't been posted for 2020 either. Right. So this is all kind of old information. So I'm going to say in and about there's 112 breweries (laughs) in Missouri. Best known information right now. Yeah. (laughs) In and about there's 112 breweries. Okay. Which is up from 71 in 2011. Excellent. So Progress. Yeah. Things are on the rise. Mm-hmm. And Missouri produces about 367,000 barrels of craft beer every year. And thank you for that distinction right there. Yes. I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, yeah. I don't have the full number. We don't need it. It's a lot. Yeah. We'll get into it. It's in the history. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. So, yes, let's jump right into the history. Uh, I do a lot of, you know, just research and then fact-checking 
mm-hmm. as best I can on oldbreweries.com. Makes sense. Uh, the oldest brewery that I could find was uh, John Coons. He opened a brewery in 1809 in St. Louis. Oh, okay. It was only open for two years. Oh, shit. But it was open on the space that would eventually become the St. Louis Arch. No shit. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. That's awesome. Eventually, because I did a little research into when the hell they built the arch. Yeah. It took for damn ever to build that. It did. They had, like, planning in 1940. And it took... Well, yeah, because they... Uh, I think it took them, like, four or five years just, just to build it. Yeah. It was, like, planning in 1940, and then, like, they didn't actually break ground until 1961. Well, I mean, oh, by the way, there was a world war in there. I don't give a shit. If you say you're going to build a monument, build a monument. <laughs> and plus, all that planning was done after the war. Yeah, that's fair. So. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like a local tie to the St. Louis Arch, all the steel uh-huh. was made in western Pennsylvania. Neat. Mm-hmm. All the steel? Yeah. Even the stuff that's in there now? They didn't replace it? Yes, all of it. <laughs> Every <laughs> nut and bolt. Nice. Down to the toilet paper holders you in the visitor us, center. <laughs> you owe us. <laughs> we made you what you are. We gave you an arch, and now we're giving you a podcast episode. You owe us big. <laughs> big no. time. So we jump ahead a little bit to 1840, and that's when a Johan Adam Limp. Johan Adam Limp? Lemp. Lemp. L-E. Ah, okay. Not limp. Like hemp, but with an L. Right. He makes his way to St. Louis by way of Jomini. Okay. And he introduces the U.S., arguably. There's argument as to whether or not he actually brought loggers to the U.S. Okay. But he's credited a lot of the times uh-huh. with being the first logger brewer. Okay. So if he didn't bring it over, he at least popularized it enough to get the credit. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he started as a grocer in St. Louis, mm-hmm. uh, but people found that his beer was better than his grocery eating. Oh, <laughs> oops. It's just, it just popularity, you know? Mm-hmm. He started selling Big Macs, and everybody wants a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Looks He's, like we're making Big Mac money yeah, now. Yeah, he stopped selling the pizza burger or whatever the hell else. <laughs> the hot dogs. Yeah. yeah, no more hot dogs on the menu. Taken off. But yeah, so he pivoted, became a brewer. And then he built his brewery on the natural cave system in St. Louis. Which makes perfect sense yeah. if you're lagering. So, and that's what he did. He buried all his barrels in caves and such. Very nice. And then he he built a mansion eventually for him and his family to live in. Mm-hmm. And the mansion actually had a tunnel that ran into the brewery tunnels. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so you just get up and go to work that way. <laughs> Honey, I'm taking the tunnel to work. Right. Nice. <laughs> no word on whether or not it was a slide. <laughs> It should be. Should have been. Slide in, stairs out. <laughs> That's the way every workplace should be. Let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> there should be a slide at least one direction. One direction. Yeah. Yeah. Not both, because otherwise you're at the nexus of the universe. Go- Google had slides. They did. Well, yeah. They have slides that go out. And then they turned evil. Yeah. So maybe not so much on the slides. Well, I don't think Google turned evil. I think Google was always evil. They just turned up the evil. Right. They just ratcheted it up, and then people called them out for it. Right. Yeah. They go go like, ha-ha, yeah, heel turn. (laughs) (laughs) They went above the threshold of evil. That's right. Yeah, the the Lemp Brewery was opened in the 1840s, like I was saying, and it was around until like 1903 when it became Falstaff. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, eventually, yeah, right. it became Falstaff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Neat. Uh, Falstaff Brewery, you know, obviously relatively famous, and it was at one point the third largest brewer in the U.S. I actually did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. In uh, 1957, it was the third largest. Hmm. Uh, it even had a little connection to Harry Carey. Okay. The White Sox uh, baseball announcer. Incorrect. Black Sox? Cubs. Cubs. My bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why did I say White Sox? I have no... I mean, they're both from Chicago. I know, but uh, I guess I was reading something wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fruiting Cubs as White Sox. Yeah. Whatever. Eh, yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah. Harry Carey, the Cubs announcer, he was uh, originally a spokesman for Falstaff. Aha. Okay. In, in, in the 70s. Okay. Originally. You obviously would know that he went on to be a Bud Man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that's because in 1975, Falstaff was uh, sold to the S&P company. The S&P company is one of those companies that just went around consolidating brands. We want it all. Yeah. So they also own Stroh's, Paps, Olympia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they closed the brewery in St. Louis in 1975. And there was some attempts to revive the brand mm. here and there. Uh, Paps did it for a little bit in the early 2000s, but 2005, Falstaff was discontinued. Oof. And that's the end of Falstaff. Oh, right. The other brewery that is more famously known for St. Louis. Yes. Started in 1852. And which brewery was that, Steve? I'm getting to it. <laughs> 1852, George Snyder, mm. or Schneider, depending on how you want to do it. Let's go Schneider. <laughs> yeah, George Schneider opened up his brewery, and he was called the Bavarian Brewery. Okay. Uh, and then 1875, it was bought out by Eberhard and Heiser. Mm-hmm. Yes. We can all see where this goes. <laughs> 1870, 1861, Adolphus Bush marries Eberhard's daughter. They pair up, and then it becomes Anheuser-Busch in 1875, shortly before the death of Eberhard Anheuser. So what I'm hearing is, as soon as Anheuser-Busch was formed, the Civil War broke out. Mm. 1861? That's not, well, I mean, I guess, if you want to call the marriage. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. It's like if you want to call the marriage as a formation of Anheuser Busch, it wasn't because it was called the Eber. The no, e- no, 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 no. I know. I'm just saying the brewery was the E. Anheuser <laughs> Brewery Company. I'm saying that Anheuser Busch was the cause of the Civil War. Okay, the marriage, <laughs> that wedding specifically. On that day, at that time. All right. Hey, if you if that's what you got to do to stack the deck <laughs> against Anheuser Busch nowadays. <laughs> You want to blame them for the Civil War? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. You do whatever. <laughs> Just write all kinds of wild shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but uh, 1957, we were talking about, you know, Falstaff was the third biggest. Well, that's when Anheuser-Busch was hmm. the first biggest. Well, who the hell was the second biggest? I don't know. All right. Neither of those. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else. Some mystery brewery. Somebody else. Probably Miller. If you had to guess. Yeah. uh, Obviously, we went, we skimmed over uh, Prohibition a bit, but that's because there, like, not much happened again. Hmm. You know, uh, they've seen that that a lot in the past. Yeah. Uh, Anheuser, they survived Prohibition by, you know, just selling things like Brewer's Yeast. Uh, They sold um, near beer a lot of the time. 
They even did ice cream. All the classics. Yeah, all the classics. In 1981, that's when they go international. Really? They only went international in 1981? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to consider, like, it, it, it wasn't until after the 70s that a lot of consolidation was over. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. like we were saying, it wasn't until like 75, most of the breweries were closing down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just always assume that, a, a you know, a company of that size, maybe it's just because I, I was born into the juggernaut, so yeah. to speak. Well, I think it's more, it's not that you were born into the juggernaut, it's more that we were born into a world where you go, you can go international immediately. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that just, it just, you know, kind of screws in my head a little bit that they didn't go till 81. Mm-hmm. That's just weird to me. Yeah. Different world, I guess. Different world. The slower world, pre-internet world. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, that's when they go international, and then things obviously go very well for them. Mm-hmm. And 2008 is when they get bought out by the Belgian-Brazilian billionaires of InBev. Yes, and they become AB InBev. Yes, and that's when things start going really bad for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Everybody had the, a bad time. Except for the investors. Yeah, except for the investors, except for those billionaire, those white billionaire Brazilians. Yeah. <laughs> from yeah. Belgium. Yeah. Yeah, they're having a hell of a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Well, let's get away from them. Yes, getting away from them. If you go to 1989, mm-hmm. this is when the first brewery after Prohibition opens up. Okay. 1989. Hey, isn't that the same year the Berlin Wall fell? Sure. So when craft beer came back to Missouri, mm-hmm. that was the end of communism. Okay, so now you can put these good things on there Boulevard. There we go. On Boulevard. Thank you, Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, they, they were the first brewery to open up in Missouri post-prohibition mm-hmm. that wasn't already there because obviously we were just saying there was Falstaff and Anheuser-Busch. Right. They were the only ones to make it through mm-hmm. prohibition. They're, they are the first of the new guard, so to speak. Right. So, yeah, Boulevard is the first brewery to open, but the first brew pub to open is Schlafly. Which is still around today. Which, yeah, also still around. Very popular mm-hmm. beer as well. They open up in 1991. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it was very close. It's just, you know, one one was a brewery, the other was a brew pub. Okay. So 1991, that's when the United States uh, took care of the regime uh, in Iraq during Desert Storm. Mm, let's not go with that one. Yeah, let's not go with that one. Uh, 91, 91, <laughs> find 91. Some, find something better because, I don't know, that that one thing has led to 20-some years of... <laughs> I got it. 1991. That was the first year that the Pittsburgh Penguins won the Stanley Cup. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> there. <laughs> so thank you, Schlafly. No. <laughs> no? Missouri owes us, not we owe them. <laughs> Listen, it's all a big circle. No. <laughs> Missouri owes us. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. From there, progress. And we have uh, breweries like O'Fallon. Good stuff. Heavy Riff. Mm-hmm. Springfield. Burr Oak, obviously. Yeah. Second Shift. Mm-hmm. And Urban Chestnut. Right on. They continue to thrive today. And they provide medals from the Great American Beer Fest. To the state. Really? Yeah, so in the 32 odd years that mm. there's been a Great American Beer Fest, Missouri has won 152 of those medals. Very nice. It's a lot of medals. Yeah. <laughs> Boulevard's won 16. Mm-hmm. Um, Springfield's won a number of them as well. 
O'Fallon has one. Oh, okay. Yeah, for their pumpkin ale in 2017. I think I think I've had that one. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Anheuser Busch actually has a shitload. <laughs> <laughs> Screwed again. Yeah, it's a it, it's it is a lot from in that early 1988 to uh-huh. 90 like 95 ish range. So it sounds like they're taking like the uh, the Montreal Canadiens route. It's just an original six, right? Beating up on everybody else, but there's yeah. only five other options. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because they they would just show up with Budweiser, Bush, you <laughs> know, and just like win the Pilsner competition or category every yeah. year, and it's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, we understand. Yeah. So yes, Good they enough already. <laughs> they have a lot of medals before there was any competition, <laughs> as you were saying. <laughs> Yeah, but good for Missouri. Mm-hmm. And just uh, two fun notes about uh, weird beer laws. Yes. In Natchez, Missouri. Natchez, Missouri. Natchez, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is illegal to give beer to elephants. Interesting. So there must have been an incident. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and because that also goes along with another law that I found in St. Louis, mm-hmm. it is illegal to drink beer from a bucket while sitting on a curb. Okay, there has to be a story behind that. I have the story. I actually have oh, the story really? of this one. Oh, okay. Basically, it's an anti-Italian law. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mamma mia. <laughs> it is, uh, there, there was a old holiday called Hill Day. Okay. And for whatever reason, the Italians drank from buckets. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> hey. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. I wasn't expecting that one. Uh, you know, hey, I don't know what their deal was, but... Apparently they didn't like it. The law ain't going to put up with that kind of <laughs> malarkey. I guess not. <laughs> Cut it out, Italians. <laughs> Is it still on the books? I imagine so. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know too many people that drink out of buckets anymore. <laughs> no, but I'm curious if we could change that. Do we even want to change that? Hell no. I want to get. I want some Italians to get rousted up <laughs> for not knowing the law. <laughs> Heel turn. Edge <laughs> <Badge>, no. <laughs> Bring some of my Italian friends and say, we're all going to go drinking in St. Louis. <laughs> say, let me get my bucket. <laughs> it's in the trunk of my car. <laughs> ah, mama mia. They arrested me for drinking from my bucket. <laughs> I tried to play it in a bunch of ball. <laughs> I don't know if I want to participate in this anymore. Eh, it's Italians. All right, then. What are they going to do? Come up from Steubenville and nope, give us the biz? Nope. <laughs> I denounce all this. I'm not a part of this. <laughs> I wasn't in the house at the time. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you think of Clyde's caramel cream? It's good. Burr Oak, making make a good beer here? Yeah. I thought that too. Like when it warmed up, it didn't, uh, I don't know, didn't change on me, didn't get too sweet. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't turn south, so to speak. No. It's a perfectly fine drinking beer, but it's not something I would crush a bunch of because it's purely dessert. It's uh, it's got a lot of sweetness, a lot of sugar going on there. Yeah, it's good though. Yeah, I like it. It's good. All right, let's take a break. Okay, bye. Are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies? Are B movies more your style? Then the folks over at They Call This a Movie have you covered. Join us every Thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi, action, comedy, and more. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean at theycallthisamovie.podbean.com. They called this a movie testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time all right welcome back everybody i think steve got all the farts out of him maybe 
I hope. We'll see. Let's let's hope so. <laughs> let's really, really hope so. Uh, so let's just pile on top of that. It's time to add more beer to the mix. Hooray! From Missouri, Steve. What beer are we drinking? The next beer we're drinking is coming to us from Four Hands Brewing. No, oh, okay. It is out of St. Louis, Missouri, and they have brought to us their chocolate milk stout. Yes, uh, they are in the shadows of the arch. Their brewery, at least one of their brewery spaces is. Okay. I seen it. Okay. I drove by. I seen it. I seen it. It's a thing. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, four hands, neat. Well, this beer is a stout with cacao nibs. Of course. Yes, because it's chocolate. It's yes. meant to be chocolate on chocolate. They brew it, apparently, with three pounds of nibs per barrel. Nice. That's a lot of cacao. Yes. I'm about it. Yes. The beer is 5.5% on oh. the ABV. Any idea on the IBUs? No. I assume low. Right. Negligible. That's, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Just low. They do say it pairs well with chocolate. <laughs> Get out of town. Get the fuck out of town. <laughs> and grilled beef. Oh, okay. Which makes sense. Yeah. If you've, uh, I don't know if you've had any, but like... Grilled beef? No. That <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me finish the <laughs> fucking sentence. <laughs> but uh, it, have you had that uh, that spice rub that Dennis has that's like the chocolate stout spice rub? Yeah. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, 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 pairs, sense. that, that pairs well with beef as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to get that again. Yes. Got ourselves a nice pour here of the chocolate milk stout. Let's, uh, let's do our huge. Looks like a stout. Looks like a stout on the nose. It smells like chocolate milk. Yeah, yeah, sure does. Yeah. Yeah, like hoard. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It smells like Bruntons. It really, oh. <laughs> it smells yeah. like I got some Bruntons in my mustache. <laughs> so if, if, if we're getting Bruntons with alcohol in it. Yeah. yeah I, I'm just going to get this by the case. Well, fuck it, some Bruntons by the mustache. And then, and then I'm just going to be 350 pounds by the end of the month. Hell yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'll support it. Because I don't know if my chair will. <laughs> Yeah, sure it does. Oh, all right. Your chair supports me. Oh, all right. I'm more than that. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. For all right. sure. All right. Well, you're, For sure. You're like six foot 12, so. I know. Well, yeah. It, I mean, okay, maybe it won't distribute properly on you. <laughs> Just be all ass. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> no, hell no. No, dude, it'll be funny. <laughs> I can't fit my Miata. Yeah. Dude, you don't have Miata anymore. I know. <laughs> But it's funnier that way. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, get fat. It'll be funny. No. I don't want to buy new pants. Yeah, do that too. Screw that. It'd be funny. <laughs> I don't want that at all. But just, just buy one pair of new pants of like, you know, 4X. 4X with a stretchy waistband? Yeah, and then grow into them. Oh, it's my end goal? Yeah. I don't need a belt. I'm finished. That's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a good bit for the show. For a non-visual <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, do it for the show. <laughs> well, I guess my commitment isn't that high. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to try the chocolate milk style because it smells really good. Tastes good, too. Tastes good. Doesn't, the, ta- doesn't taste like Brunton's in a glass, so no, and, you're safe. <laughs> and, and I, and I, I'm disappointed is a weird way to put it, but with the, with the nose and the talk of the Brunton's, I was expecting a big, huge, thick mouth feel. Yeah. Didn't get it. Well, again, it's only 5.5%, so... Right, and I think that was more of just a mental thing. I just right. kind of yeah. built it up in my head a little bit. Yeah, grain bill can't be that big. It can't be that heavy. <laughs> no, no. And I'm okay with that. 
Yeah. That's still a good beer. Oh, yeah. No, that's it's actually really smooth drinking. It's mm. not as sweet as I would expect. Right. Yeah, it's, I was expecting a bit of a sugar bomb. Yeah. I uh, I'll, I can say right now I could drink a lot more of these than I could the Clydes that yeah. we just had. You think so? Oh, yeah. Because oh. this isn't that. This is way less sweet than that. That's true. It's true. The nose I'll, I'll give is who yeah. daddy. Yeah. On the can, it said it pairs well with grilled beef. I think if you had something that was like spicy. Okay. Like some, like a spicy steak sauce or something like that, or like spicy ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bowser's. Yeah. They do cherry sriracha ribs. Ooh. You pair that with this. Okay. Yeah. I have never had their cherry sriracha ribs. They're good. I need to. They're good. <laughs> Bowser's, get at us. Yeah. Yins, yins love barbecue, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Just need to make a road trip. Yeah. Take a Saturday. Doug will tell you how it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he will. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. All right. He'll also say the banana pudding's really good, too. I don't think I've ever I can't, had it. I can't confirm. I haven't had it yet. I don't usually go for banana pudding. No. I'm curious how he arrived at banana pudding. Well, because it's there. Uh, okay, but... <laughs> You put you make it with the meal. All right. If he, if Doug's gonna review barbecue, he's gonna review everything on the menu. Oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just banana banana pudding is just a weird one to throw out there. It's it's what's on the menu, and they smoke it. So. All right. Yeah, I'd be willing to try it then. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you got to compare it because there's a number of places. I think like Two Brothers also does. They do a, smoked a smoked banana pudding. Yeah, I think they also do smoke banana pudding. So I, now you're in a comparison contest. I mean, I've been so stuck on their poutine. Right. And they're smoked wings, and I haven't gotten past it yet. Yeah, I know. It's too much. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good, but it's too much. All right, this has been Barbecue Talk <laughs> with Adam and Steve. Wait, it's good for the episode. We're talking Missouri. It is. Absolutely. So if somebody's in St. Louis listening to this, and they're thinking, ah, they don't know shit about barbecue, and then they come up this way, now they have two suggestions. Go to Bowser's or go to Two Brothers. Yeah, and yeah. then once you're done with that, give us a call. Uh, don't call me. <laughs> all right. Email them. Yeah. At HopNationUSA at gmail.com. Uh, now, we'll we'll eat some ribs, witches. <laughs> witches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for. But they have to bring the four. They have to bring the four hands. Oh, yeah. We'll provide the ribs and they provide the beer. Oh, yeah. It's complete reversal. Of <laughs> <laughs> we'll make them cross Probably the lines. way it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask questions on how this beer got here to Pennsylvania. It got conjured here. Wow. <laughs> Witchcraft, yo. Mm-hmm. Look into it. It's it's 2020, people. I'm into it. <laughs> it's 2020. <laughs> if you're not using witchcraft to move your beer around. <laughs> uh, so it's a state episode, uh-huh. and we haven't done this in a little bit. Okay. It's time to go into the uh, Build-A-Beer Workshop. Oh. It's time to beerify it hmm. for the state of Missouri. Hmm. You seem intrigued. You seem interested. Well, it's more perturbed. Why? I don't know shit about Missouri. Oh, well, let me tell you some <laughs> things about the state of Missouri. Okay. They got ribs. Yeah, I know that. They got an arch. Yeah. <laughs> and their top five exports for 2017. Oh. <sighs> Soybeans. No, I'm not going to use that. Yuck. Corn. And we're going to use that okay. in some way, somehow. Feeds and other feed grains. Feeds and other <laughs> feed grains. <laughs> pork. This is not. <laughs> All right, we can use pork. Well, we already talked about barbecue. <laughs> right. And soybean meal. <laughs> God damn it. This is not helpful to her, towards a beer recipe. I know. But that was from the Office of the United States Trade Representative. Uh-huh. That's all I can get you for that one. Uh, but we've already talked about a lot of the landmarks 
than a lot of the things Missouri is known for. Mm-hmm. Their ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've concentrated a lot on the St. Louis side, but Kansas City can hold their own, right? Right. They got their own barbecue sauce. They got the thick sauce. Yes. The Casey Masterpiece, that's obviously where that came from. Mm-hmm. I, I won't entertain your opinion one way or another on the Casey Masterpiece. I don't know the last time I actually used it, so. See? That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that it is a nationally known brand, that means it had to be good at one point in time. It had to grow for a reason. That's Sweet Baby Ray's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could try to figure out what kind of beer we're going to be uh, doing. You know what? That's a Hold on. I'm going to stop you and argue for a second. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> That's a complete uh, Ill, ill-advised thing to say that just because something is popular, mm-hmm. that it was good at one point. How do you figure? Young Sheldon is popular. The Big Bang Theory is popular. Young Sheldon is popular? Um, somebody's watching it because it's still on. I just assumed it was Russian <laughs> mafia feeding money. It doesn't matter. It was still on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But just because something is popular and palatable to everybody doesn't uh, make it good. You're saying that it may have been simply the lowest common denominator. Right. And it was had broad appeal and this will do. Right. And it, it brought you better quarterly profits. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just because you can hit a mass market doesn't make it actually good or worthwhile. A bloop single still moves the base runners. That's that's true, but let's not give things <laughs> let's not give things credence just for being popular. That was the best I could work with on Casey Masterpiece. I understand. I understand. I'm just saying moving forward. <laughs> this is a craft beer show. <laughs> you know, you we, don't want to we, talk- we're, we're already fighting against the common denominator of lazy pilsner. Yes. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to deal with ConAgra Foods with Casey Masterpiece? Mm-mm. I have no idea who owns ConAgra Foods. I assume it's ConAgra. <laughs> they own everything. They're the, they're the Nestle of the Midwest. The ne- <laughs> <laughs> what an awful thing to be described as. The Nestle of the Midwest. <laughs> you got a better one? <laughs> no. No, I'm just saying I would hate to be described as that. Not only are you an evil corporation, but you're also in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're supposed to be nice this episode. No, I, the heel turn from already. Still heel turn. Edge now. I don't, I don't turn back. <laughs> uh, not until after you have your WrestleMania moment. That's right. Oh, okay. And that's not till April. <laughs> right. You got to win the crowd over. <laughs> <laughs> April, I'll go back to being a face. <laughs> okay. Do you think we could have some sort of rib-based beer? Because that's, that's kind of what we're going with. That seems the popular run here. Have we already done that, though? I don't know that we have. N- I feel like What maybe. state would we have done that with? I'm not sure. I don't even necessarily know it was a, a state that we did it for. Okay. I just feel like we possibly have done a barbecue smoked beer before. Okay. Then let's eliminate it. Yeah. Let's get it the hell out of there. Yeah. All right. What else does St. Louis do? <laughs> St. Louis has the Mississippi River, also known as the Big Muddy. Oh, uh, yeah. So I think we could uh, go down the path of a a nice, hazy IPA. Okay. Or, or a milkshake IPA. Or even just an unfiltered brown. Just an unfiltered brown. I like an unfiltered brown. Yeah. I like that. Cause yeah. It's whatever it is. Muddy. I think whatever it is, it's unfiltered. Yes. So we're there with that. <laughs> brown ale. Okay. Lock it in. Okay. Shit, might as well just use water from the Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. Unfiltered water from the Mississippi. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say I was drinking it. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh. All right. We'll go upstream a little bit. 
I yeah, I don't I don't know where it's good or where it's not good. <laughs> I think the only place is in the headwaters uh, of the river, which is in Minnesota. Uh-oh. We're not doing that state right yet. Yeah, it has to be the headwaters because anything that Ohio touches, <laughs> or the confluence with the Ohio, the confluence of the Ohio and the Mississippi is, I think, uh, what is it, Kentucky, Kentucky or Arkansas, somewhere in there. No, Illinois. I don't know. It's down there somewhere. Yeah, wherever it is, though. That's where things go bad. Yeah. <laughs> this can't be good there. Shit's getting weird. Yeah, it's got to go bad there. So an unfiltered brown ale. Uh, in terms of sports teams, all right, we got to talk about sports teams a little bit. You've got the Chiefs, and you've got the Royals out in Kansas City. Hmm. You've got the Cardinals. You've got the Blues. And you used to have the Rams in St. Louis. Okay. Well, let's go with the Royals. Okay. Because they've won. They have. They have. Recently. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. I guess with the I guess with a theme of a Royal, you would maybe think like English. So like a muddy ESB. Muddy ESB. Or do we want to, uh, if we're thinking English, do we want to add maybe some tea into this? Hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. So maybe use like the hops that you would find in England. So the hops, I have another idea, and it's another Kansas City tie-in. Okay. But the Kansas City Chiefs, uh-huh. uh, I think we should use some hops from Pacific Northwest, Yakima Chief. Okay. That makes some quality quality hops. Okay. I, I think we should use some stuff from there. The Yakima Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Listen, I don't love it, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they do make strands of you know English style hops. Okay, there we go. So that's what we're going with. We could go with all that, and then maybe let's you know, yeah, fuck it, throw some English uh, uh, Earl Grey. All of it. Yeah, throw some Earl Grey in there. All of it. All, we're, we're going big. All of what? <laughs> all all the 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 English tea hops, whatever that may be. Well, I don't, there's the English tea. That's just the. Oh, we're just going just tea. Yeah. Just a shitload of tea. Yeah, just a shitload of tea. All right. There's no English tea hop. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's why I got lost and confused. Maybe I'm just kind of hoping against hope. I was just talking like, yes, you know, the the hops that you would use in an ESB Mm -hmm. with, you know, Earl Grey. Yes. And then that's how you represent the Royals. That's also how you represent the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. And, And we're going to use an absolute shit ton of it. Okay. Because it has to be a big beer. Uh huh. To represent one of the home teams from Missouri, Bigfoot. The monster truck Bigfoot is actually from the state of Missouri. No shit. Yes. Uh, outside of St. Louis, Bob Chandler uh, originally built the truck in 1975. Huh. Yes. Okay. The original monster truck came from St. Louis. You know, I think that sounds kind of familiar because I had trading cards. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Yeah. You had Bigfoot trading cards? Hell yeah, I did. That's awesome. I had monster truck trading cards. <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. There was Bigfoot trading cards. I'm pretty sure I had some Gravedigger cards, too, though. How could you not? Yeah. Because I was a Gravedigger kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gravedigger was the best. I like the Undertaker and the Gravedigger. <laughs> Bit you of figure theme. it out. <laughs> Bit of a theme. <laughs> Is it any surprise I now listen to <laughs> death metal from Sweden? No. No. <laughs> no. So yes, this has to have a very large amount of everything. It's got a large amount of boosts. Boosts, yes. We gotta boost it. Yeah. Boost it with the corn. All the corn. Well, you said they export a lot of corn. One of the top five. Let's put some of that high fructose, high octane in there. (laughs) 
That's a lot of sugar for the yeast to eat. It is. They were going to have to go big time on that. <laughs> just gross-ass amounts of corn syrup. Yeah. 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 It's, it's going to be just a just a fantastic 18% beer with tea yeah. and water out of the Mississippi. Yeah. And it's muddy as hell, and it's gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody hates it. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't brew it. You did. This no, is your homebrew recipe. That's right. uh, we didn't tie in any colleges. We didn't uh, get the University of Missouri in there or Mizzou. What do they do? They are the Tigers. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking mm. some of that Tiger hot sauce. Oh, no. That's There's Tiger I, hot sauce out okay. there. Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> okay. I don't know we'll about throw that. that on top. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll coat the rim with that. Gross. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gross. <laughs> Listen, we're using unfiltered water from the Mississippi. Yeah, I know. Gross. <laughs> Hey, sometimes these things work out and sometimes they don't. Sometimes you just have to throw all the equipment out afterwards. More often than not, I'm pretty sure every time we do this segment, it's almost undrinkable. Yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I think it was drinkable once. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think this is going to be in that category. No, this ain't it. (laughs) Uh, There is one other thing that we're going to do. We are going to have to condition this on the the, uh, Palo Santo, kind of like the tanks they have at Dogfish Head. Okay, why is that? Uh, Because that... And this is just my personal opinion. Uh, use that to represent the uh, the fence for Tom Sawyer. Mm. Yes, because Baldwin, I think it was Baldwin, somewhere in Missouri is the uh, the birthplace of Samuel Clemens. Right, Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Yes. What? I mean, wouldn't the fence be something else though? I mean, instead it wouldn't of wooden fence, right? But it wouldn't be Palo Santo. That's that's fancy. Okay. You just want to use some sort of oak spire. Yeah. Okay. Or I'm trying to think, wouldn't it be maybe like Beechwood? Uh, okay. I'm trying to think, like there's, or Willow Tree Wood. What the hell's down there? <laughs> birch? Maybe Birch. Yeah, Birch. Let's use How about birch. that? Okay. How about that? And it's Hannibal. Yeah. Yeah. Hannibal Moe. Hannibal Moe? Shootless Joe from Hannibal Moe. Sure. <laughs> That's from, uh, what is that, Damn Yankees? Not the, not the super group that had Ted Nugent. <laughs> The Broadway play. Neither. (laughs) I have neither of these references. (laughs) You don't know damn Yankees? I vaguely know damn Yankees. We'll just turn on DVE on your way home. You'll hear it. No, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Honestly, what is that? Ted Nugent in Night Ranger? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Damn, it is in my head. (laughs) Yes. Why is it in there? (laughs) Get it out. (laughs) Why do I know that? Why do I know that instead of facts about Missouri? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I think we should try to shoot for about uh, 18.65% ABV. Okay. What's that? That represents 1865. That was the year that uh, Ulysses S. Grant mm-hmm. was elected president. No, 66. 66. You can't be elected on an on odd year. Okay. He was elected <laughs> in 66, 1866. Okay. And he's from Missouri. Or was he elected in 64? And then inaugurated in 65. No. Damn it. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know either. No, because he, he was still a general in the Civil War. Civil War was 61 to 65. Okay. Yeah. All right. So You did it. Ha, take that. <laughs> you did it with history and facts. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. So big beer. Yeah. Made with tea. Mm-hmm. And Mississippi water. Mm-hmm. And what well, did we go with? Birch? Birchwood? Aged on birchwood. Mm-hmm. On a birchwood barrel or just spires. Yes. Do whatever you want. And tea. Yes. And a whole bunch of everything because it's got to be big. Right. For Bigfoot. A whole shitload of 
Corn syrup. Yeah, and corn syrup. <laughs> oh shit, little corn syrup. Get that get that yeast something to eat on. Get that ag money. <laughs> get that. That's what we're calling it. Ag money. Ag money. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Nestle's of the Midwest. <laughs> no. Okay. Now we'll get sued quick on that one. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't want to drink that beer. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. But somebody make it. Yeah. Tell us how it goes. Yeah. Forehands, let us know. <laughs> we'll come out and drink it. Yeah. Maybe not forehands. Maybe like somebody else, like a, just a home brewer. <laughs> yeah. We don't want them to dirty up their system. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's not be fuck, nice to their system. Let's not fuck up a business that has like beer that we like already. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> so just some wild millionaire. <laughs> Do it. Some eccentric. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody eccentric or stupid. One of the two. Might be both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that line is defined by how many millions you have. Uh, oh, yeah. The amount of millions will definitely determine your amount of willingness to be stupid. Well, I, I would assume. No, I'm, say, I'm saying people's vision of you. Oh, oh, between stupid and eccentric? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> how many millions you have will determine whether people think you're stupid or eccentric. You can't be eccentric <laughs> while also driving a Honda Civic. No, actually, you would be. Oh, shit, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you had a bunch of millions and you drove a Honda Civic. Yeah, oh, damn. You would be eccentric. But if you're just driving a Honda Civic from 1992. Because that's what all you can drive. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not stupid, but that's just all you can drive. Right, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think of the uh, the milks down here? It's good. I thought so, too. I liked it. Uh, warmed up a little bit whilst we were recipe making. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it is not as sweet. And it's just not that sweet in general. No, but that's that's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing because it makes it more drinkable that mm-hmm. way. Yeah, and using with the the cacao rather than just a straight up sugar. Yeah, I think it's a uh, because it, it's not quite bitter. No, it's not overly bitter either. It's pretty well balanced mm-hmm. overall. Yeah, it just has a good chocolate flavor to it. Yeah, it has a decent chocolate flavor, and the nose is deceptive in that it's really, really, really chocolatey. It, I mean, I got fooled. Yeah, I got fooled. I thought this thing was gonna pour out like a pudding. Right. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, I could I could definitely see it going really well with, like, some spicy beef patties. Grill marks. Mm, I was thinking, like, beef patties. Okay. Have you had those? No. Mm, uh, it's, like, commonly Jamaican food. Is that the uh, the beef inside of a uh, a pastry pocket? Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But it's about. not a hot pocket. Because it doesn't no. suck. Right, exactly. But <laughs> no, I know suck. what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you, you pair that with, like, the thick, warm dough and then the spicy beef. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't go cheese. Yeah. Just go spicy beef and pastry. Pair it with that. It's really good. Cherry sriracha ribs. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Pudding. <laughs> okay. I Yeah. I, I I have no dissenting vote on this one whatsoever. Good beer. Would drink it again. Uh, Steve, you want to put them on a podium? Yes. What uh, what was your bronze, your silver, your gold? So my bronze, I'm just going to give to the Urban Chestnut for the Schnickel Fritz. It's fine. <laughs> okay. I've I but I've had a bunch of other beers that tasted like that, so I don't, it didn't impress me. But hey, at this point, it's kind of a regional thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have our own Vice beers and uh, Hefeweizens here that they serve their purpose. This one serves its purpose where it's from. <laughs> it's just, it's an average, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's plenty of average people out there. And this is an average person. <laughs> it is average Persian beer. It's fine, though. 
there's nothing wrong with it at all. Ooh, okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I don't know. I can get it any. I can get it anywhere else. I, I think I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, the Clyde's caramel cream is not something I can get anywhere else. So mm. I have. I'd have to actually think about <laughs> <laughs> get it somewhere. Right. I'd have to plan and think like, oh, who makes anything caramel? You know, we were talking earlier about Crane Room has a caramel stout, mm-hmm. but it doesn't taste anything like this. No, completely different. Yeah. So again, that's a lot of planning forethought. So at this point. <laughs> Clyde's caramel cream is the only of its kind that I can think of off the top of my head, mm-hmm. so I have to go for go with that. Okay, and that's why I'm going to put it in the silver because it's you know, it's unique and it does stick out that way, and it's really good, but it's also very desserty, so I don't think I could drink a whole lot of them. And that's why gold is going to go to the Four Hands Chocolate Milk Stout because it does differentiate itself enough. Being a chocolate milk stout, it has that really fragrant nose on it. It smells like Brunton's milk, which <laughs> only people from Western PA get what I'm talking about now. Right. <laughs> right. It's it's small dairy, you know, the, the ultimate chocolate milk. Yeah. I, I'd put it up against any chocolate milk in the country. Wisconsin, get at me. Yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin, you won't have chocolate milk battle? <laughs> we'll get down about it. We will dedicate an entire episode to a chocolate milk battle. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Wisconsin and Michigan. Let's go. Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Chocolate milk battle. Now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it has a it has a really fragrant nose and but the flavor isn't overly sweet, so I can drink a bunch of it. But it still defines itself enough that it's not as common. There's still a lot of chocolate milk stouts out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are gonna fall into the super sweet. You know, wayside, though. Mm. So, yeah, that's why I think this one's just good on its own, and that's why I put it in gold, because I can drink a bunch. <laughs> and I can drink it actually with dinner rather than waiting for dessert. I got you. All right. That, that, very good synopsis. I like that. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I'm going to put the Schnickel Fritz in the bronze medal position as well. Not a knock against the beer. I think Steve said it perfectly that this is a regional beer, and you can get this... You know, we we have our own versions here in Pennsylvania. This is not a bad beer by any stretch of the imagination. I like this beer. Uh, if there was more in the fridge, I would drink it, no problem. It just, it didn't have the other, I, I would even say it didn't have the same opportunity uh, for dissection that the other two did. It, it, you know, it's a vice beer. We've had vice beers. We know what vice beers are about. It's a good one. But that's unfortunately all that can be said about it. Uh, in the silver metal position, I'm going to differ a little bit. I'm going to put the uh, the four hands chocolate milk stout there by just half a hair. Uh, good beer. I liked it. The nose on it is fantastic. That is chocolate milk straight up, period. Very good. Very fantastic smell. Good drinker. I could pair that with a lot of stuff, and I probably will if I had more available to me. Unfortunately uh, for them, the Baroque Clyde's Caramel Cream Ale just edged it out by a little bit. Just just half a hair, like I said. Uh, I like it. I like the fact that it is a dessert beer that is not a chocolate-based dessert beer. I like that it's a different little twist, and it's not super, super heavy for dessert beer. Yes, it has that heaviness. We've talked about that. But it has a very good caramel taste. I can wait for getting through dinner to drink this beer. I would have no problem with that. And uh, that puts it in the gold medal position. All right. There you yeah. go. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah, again, you know, nothing was bad this week. It just, just the way it shakes out. Yep. So I'm sure there's plenty of people listening and a lot of them are going to be from Missouri, hopefully. And you may have some issues with what we drank this night in that you think maybe we should have been drinking Schlafly or Boulevard or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's fine, but we pick these. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to give everybody a you know, Missouri. Yeah. We know about those other guys. We know Boulevard does good stuff. And yeah. don't give me guff about that. I've had multiple Schlafly's. I'll, I'll have it again. Yeah. But if you do want to give us guff for some reason, then all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on your favorite social media to get Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can tell us what we should have been drinking. <laughs> you can also yell at us for turning heel on you if you want. You can... <laughs> Do whatever. I don't care. Be disparaging <laughs> towards Italians. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you want to rag on some Italians with me? Let's get at it. No, I, I what I meant was <laughs> yelling at us. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you all want to rag on some ta- Italians together, let's get at it. Jeez. Hit me up. <laughs> Screwed again. Ah, gotcha. Mm. But if you want, also want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. Yes, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher, whatever it may be. So, that is Missouri. A fine state. Fine state. Good beer out of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we said, we already had, we've already had Boulevard, No Fallon, and stuff like that. So, right. yeah, we're just... Exploring. <laughs> the show is about us a little bit too here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's about us and yeah. our needs. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of four hands, but I've never had four hands. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure we'll do a boulevard episode down the line. At oh, some absolutely. Point. Yeah. But uh otherwise, yeah, that's it. And I believe next week we'll be back with Dennis. Yes. Doing Dennis things. Yeah. Well, we'll find out what Dennis has been up to. He's mm-hmm. been up to a lot. It'll be a three hour episode. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, other than that, we'll see you next week.